Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Welcome to another episode of The Blessed Journey. Before we dive into this week's topic, I wanted to just give a bit of a mention of my online course, The Nature's Healers Course, that is now available wherever you are in the world. If you enjoy the content of the podcast each week, if you want to dive deeply into crystals, essential oils, Lemurian healing, crystal grids, crystal layouts on the body, using a pendulum, making your own magical blends working with the moon, all these types of magical things, then the Nature's Healers course is definitely for you. This is a six-month course that is self-paced, although it's designed to do a lesson each week. If life gets in the way, you can slow it down, or if you've got a lot of spare time at the moment, then you can kind of dive right through it and do lots of the practical exercises. The time required each week is about half an hour to watch the lesson and then the homework that you get, it's not write an essay and send that in or anything like that, it's just whatever we've talked about in that lesson, implement that into your life. So this course is designed not only to expand your knowledge but allow you to expand and change the way you live your life in bringing in all these amazing gifts of nature such as um, animal guides and crystals and essential oils into your everyday life. There's some really insightful things. You dive deeper into your astrology, so we all know our star sign. But what happens when we get to understand where all the other planets were? What does that mean about who we are? What is the balance of the four elements, fire, air, earth and water within us? What were the Lemurians or who were the Lemurians and what were they doing and why is that relevant to us? These are all different things that we explore in the course. Now, this is a great course if you're brand new. We have a lot of people that love crystals and want to start learning about essential oils and vice versa. People that are using essential oils and are interested in crystals. But merging the two together has been one of the most potent things I've been able to do in my life. And I find that where you are on both those loves of crystals and oils, this course caters for all them um, just as much and really expands on where you are. If you're a beginner, I start at the simples, but we, you know, I, I, we go through all the simple basic things, but then we really build and expand on that step by step throughout the week. So the link is below in the show description. If you're interested in checking out more, there's a video there of me describing parts of the Nature's Healers course. You can contact me there if you have any questions, and I'd love you to join. You can join at any time, but we're taking enrollment at the moment, especially for um, you know this brand new redesigned course, so I'm really, really excited about that. Now, jumping on to this week's topic, about four weeks ago, of course, we started a lunar cycle. We're about to come to the end of that lunar cycle, and we're about to commence a new one. On Wednesday, the 19th of August, we have our next new moon. And of course, the new moon is a time to stop, gather our thoughts, see what's been working for us, see what's manifested, and then go, okay, this is serving me, this is not, what do I want to do going forward? So last lunar cycle, we started with uh, some oracle card readings. I kind of used my dice and some of my favorite oracle decks and chose a card for each star sign. 
So I thought I'd do that again today. Now, let's just talk a little bit about the astrology of this uh, new moon that's happening on the Wednesday. So I'm going to talk in Perth, Western Australia time because, hey, that's where I am. Um, basically, the new moon is happening at 10.41 in the morning. So for many of us, it will be happening quite early. And then it will be in the sign of Virgo. And then throughout the day, it's actually going to... Sorry, it will be in the sign of Leo, like the last full moon. And then it's going to shift over to Virgo for me here in Perth, about six hours later um, into Virgo. So starting in Leo and then shifting into Virgo. So by the time we get to the night of the new moon, it's going to be in the sign of Virgo. And that is the opposing sign to Pisces, where the full moon is going to be in. So Pisces, of course, is very much about our spirituality and delving into our spiritual and magical self. And so what I really like on the new moon is to focus on that opposing thing to make sure there's a balance. So in Virgo, what we want to do is we want to look at our physical well-being and our health. And I say this time and time again, although I teach about spirituality, you can't neglect your physicality. When you're sick, ill, depleted, exhausted, tired, grumpy, moody, that doesn't just stop you physically thriving, it stops you emotionally, mentally and spiritually thriving as well. So we know that all these things are so interlinked. We know that the state of our body affects our mind and vice versa. And so it's a really good lesson to just sometimes check in with how we're doing physically. And, you know, some people go, oh, I'm healthy. That's a rather broad stroke of a brush, really, when you think about it. Because I might be healthy and you might be healthy, but what... Are we eating exactly the same, drinking the same amount of water, getting the same amount of sleep and that type of thing as well? So the challenge around the new moon in Virgo is to contemplate how can I up-level my physical well-being? How can I improve it to get more out of my spirituality? How can I pick myself to a higher optimum physically to get more out of my spirituality in the full moon time? So that's kind of the overall theme that I'm going to encourage you to look at. So have a look. There are some great guides on the internet um, of different links and things that will show you exactly where the full moon is at your time and when it goes from Leo into Virgo. But this is probably going to be around more the Virgo time that this is going to be a really good time to contemplate this. If you are doing some contemplation before it changes over, that new moon in Leo is what are my gifts that I'm going to bring to the world, which is very relevant to our last lunar cycle. So without further ado, we're going to dive in to the star signs. We're going to go in the same order as we normally do. We're going to start with Aries. But what I want to do as I talk about each of the cards that came up, of course, you can check out the um, these images on both my Facebook page and also on my Instagram page. Um, I'll put the links for them down below as well um, if you want to see the cards. I'm not just going to talk about what this card means, but I'm going to try and give a little bit of background knowledge so you can learn a little bit about some animal guides and some angels, oils and crystals as well. So we go. So hopefully you find, you know, until we get to your star sign, the other 11 insightful in some other way. And then, of course, you'll get that juicy bit when we get to your star sign. Let's start with Aries. So the card that I pulled for Aries this lunar cycle is the Eagle. Now, eagles are basically angels that we can see. They soar way up in the heavens, and they are often messengers of great spirit or of the universe or of the divine. So when they come up in a reading, it's very much a look for the messages of divine, of the divine and what maybe guidance is trying to bring to you. Uh, they also encourage us to look up, you know, they, they fly high up in the sky and they get that bird's eye perspective. So they really kind of look at what is the greater good and what is the um, 
you know, what, 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 what's the bigger picture here? Or is there a different perspective? So anything that you're getting stuck on. So as I said before, areas, this is a great time to look at our physical well-being. And yeah, you might be going, no, I'm pretty healthy. I don't need to really change anything. How can we up-level that? I'm really challenging to up-level that, to rise up with, so you're soaring with the eagles. Would you give yourself 10, 10, 10 all across the board? Or is there somewhere where you're like, mm, actually, I could probably get a few more hours of sleep. What could I change there? Or actually, I don't spend much time outside. One thing that's going to be really good for Aries or anyone that's drawn or called to eagle at any time is going to be the sun. Because obviously, eagles are one of the birds that fly highest in the sky. In the sky sorry. So they are. They are connected to the sun. And so they really encourage us to get out and get some sunlight. Aries do thrive well when they have enough sunshine. So, you know, I know around the world, especially in Australia, we have to be careful because of the the thinned out ozone layer of not getting overexposed to the sun, but that's almost created a fear of the sun. And I remember hearing this amazing interview on our national radio once. It was a, um, a skin cancer expert, and he said, in fact, more Australians die of underexposure to the sun than they do to overexposure to the sun so you know don't swing the pendulum the other way Aries or anyone else and get out there and you know start sunbathing all the time and getting burnt but make sure we're out there each day are we feeling that sun on our skin even if it's just for a few minutes to oh, just to breathe in that sun and really just feel it feel its warmth on your skin so Eagle's really encouraging the step up, rise up, look for the messages um, from heavens around you at the moment. Where are you getting signs? Has there been like a flyer or a TV show or a, a social media advert that's caught your eye or something that you might go, ooh, I've never looked at magnet therapy or I've never looked at essential oils or whatever it may be. And you're like, now might be the time. And the fact that Eagle's come up, it is very much about that. You know, don't be too Aryan in like, I am right and this is the way and I'm just going to keep plowing forward. This is a time to go up and go, hey, what's a bigger perspective and what's going to allow me to take on new information in that way? So when Eagle comes up for you, very auspicious, very great. It's a time for expansion. It's a time for growth. Just make sure that your wings are unfurling and you're actually taking flight and not getting stuck on the ground and getting a bit too um, stuck in your ways or blindsided by the way that you've always done things. For Taurus this month, the card that I pulled is one of my doTERRA essential oil oracle deck cards. And you got one of doTERRA's proprietary blends, which is known as Easy Air or breathe or air, depending on which country you're in. Now, many of us are familiar with Vicks Vaporub, and it's got some, you know, some kind of menthol-y smells and a couple of plant extracts in there and that type of thing. But do you know what the base of it is? It's petroleum jelly, or petrol. So I want you to think about, you know, what, what did our mothers and our grandmothers lovingly do to us when we were sick as children? They'd rub petrol into us and hope we'd get better. Now, I'm sure when you filled up your car last with petrol or gasoline, you didn't get the last couple of drops off the nozzle and put that all over your face. No, but that's what we kind of do when we use Vicks Vaporub. The amazing thing about this, uh, this blend Easy Air or Breathe is that it has all the different essential oils, what you find in Vicks and some extra ones as well, that all support the respiratory system. And it just helps you to breathe so much easier. So it's got oils such as eucalyptus and peppermint and cardamom and raventsara and ravensara and all these beautiful ones that really help um, whenever you're having challenges breathing. So I do love it. I love to diffuse it at night. I love to actually put a few drops 
um, in the shower each morning. Now, I don't put it where the water lands, but I've kind of got a little tile uplet there, and I put it there, and the steam kind of picks it up, and I get this whole nice spa experience kind of steam bath, and it really helps, and ah, it just opens up the lungs. So Taurus, that would be a really good oil for you to work with this month, not just for support of the respiratory system, but also how we breathe communicates to the rest of the body how we're doing. Think about it. Think about when we're scared, angry, nervous, um, you know, upset, anxious. We, you know, our breathing shortens. And what do we say? Just breathe. And so when we breathe, we actually communicate that everything else is doing okay and it can change how we feel. So my advice for all my guidance for you this month, Taurus, would be really simple. Just focus on your breath. One thing I've tried to get into the habit of doing is red lights. Whenever I'm at a red light, you know, that's when you start fidgeting, going, oh, what's, what's happening around and that kind of thing. That's my time to practice my deep breathing and just see, am I filling my entire lungs? This can be really, you know, the quality and even, you know, the this is an important thing as well, and Easy A can help with this, the importance of fresh air, and are you getting outside? So Taurus, get outside, take some deep breaths, and as you do that, as we breathe, not only do we bring in more oxygen that nourishes our body and release that carbon dioxide, but we open up our mind. And this is what's amazing about Easy Air, is it's, it opens us up to the breadth of the universe and what's possible. And Taurians, you know, this probably isn't the first time you've heard this, but what I love about you is you love routine and you love structure, but that can sometimes come across as stubbornness and being stuck in a certain way. And Easy Air really encourages you. What happens if you stretch a little bit further, look at something a little bit different in that type of way as well? So, you know, you may have what, where you always eat lunch and what you, what you always try, you know, what supplements you always take, and this is your exercise regime. What happens if you expand a little bit more and do something a little bit more? So that would be something I'd recommend you kind of work with um, over the next month. If you do want to work with a crystal for that, um, then I would probably look at working with aquamarine. Aquamarine is really good for helping us get that nice even in and out flow of our breath. So I love it for that. So that one would be a really good oil for you to diffuse, pop in the shower, uh, diffuse it day and night, Taurus. And this will really help to open you up physically but also I think spiritually as well, especially as we get closer to that full moon in Pisces. Moving on now to my fellow Geminis, and the card that I pulled for you is from my own Crystal Keepers Oracle, and it is Black Tourmaline. So Black Tourmaline is going to be great for you to work with on the new moon. Of course, black crystals are my absolute favorite crystals to have around during the new moon for any of us, but really good for us even going forward beyond the new moon. So Geminis, with Black Tourmaline, when that comes up for me, Often it can be, first of all, about protection, protecting yourself. And I think a thing that's really good when it comes to our health and Geminis, and I'm speaking from my own experience, and I'm sure if you're a Gemini or no Gemini, you can relate to this, is the world is our oyster and a big smogger's board, and we want to do it all. And sometimes we end up doing a lot or too much and spreading ourselves too thin and not doing any of it properly. So with black tourmaline, black tourmaline can actually protect us from over um, committing ourselves. And it helps to bring back in the focus of, okay, what do I need to focus on right now that's really important to me? And when we can do that, not only do we exhaust ourselves or not exhaust ourselves from trying to do too much, but we actually fill up our cup more because we're doing what we really enjoy. 
So black tourmaline is a good protective crystal and it works kind of like a bit of a bodyguard, shoving whatever doesn't serve us, whatever is pulling us off our soul path away. But it also, in doing so, gives us a clear way to be more successful in what we're doing. As we move towards the full moon in Pisces in September, this is a time to contemplate what is our greater mission? What are we here to do? What is our magical self? And so black tourmaline really helps you bring that clarity and it can help with different things, whether it be um, being more present, communicating with animals, it's really good for that, um, communicating with our guides because of clearing away those distractions, especially in the mind as well. It also can be really good for helping you with clearing away temptation. So as we're looking at physical well-being at the moment, you know, are there temptations in your house, in your daily routine? We're like, mm, maybe I'll just have more chocolate or those different types of things as well. So it can really give you some empowering ways in that way. So I would be looking at black tourmaline for anyone who needs to kind of have protection from distractions and really focus on what is important to them at the moment. If you are feeling a bit cluttered or a bit like confused or overwhelmed, spend this time of the new moon, cancel everything that night, have a night to yourself, sit outside with your black tourmaline, get a nice, you know, essential oil such as magnolia, um, which is beautiful on the new moon, and just go, right, what do I want to do? What am I going to pick this month? One thing I, I remember one year, I was sitting down and writing my goals, and I wrote down all the things and all the courses and things I wanted to do to learn that year, and I realized that I was planning on doing courses eight nights a week, and I realized that didn't matter, that, that wasn't possible. And so I had to re remind myself that I can always do it later. That, you know, we don't have to do it all now. And, and that sometimes can be really hard, I know. But black tourmaline can help you to kind of find that, what do I want to really do now? What do I need to do now? What's going to nourish me now? And what can be pushed aside because it's not serving me full stop or can be pushed aside to a later date? And it can wait. So that would be my guidance for the next, you know, contemplate that over the new moon and then practice that as we head up to the full moon, as you get really, really clear on how can you be your best magical self when the full moon hits Pisces in September. Cancer, let's look at what we got for you. We got another doTERRA essential oil card, this one. Um, I choose each, which deck I choose from with a, a dice and just rolling it. I've got my six favorite decks out and dice and that's how it goes so cancer you also got a doTERRA essential oil card you got the blend called whisper now this is referred to as the women's blend and it's basically designed as a natural fragrance or perfume blend why i'm a big big fan of this one is did you know around the world that basically fragrances perfumes colognes are not regulated so when kim kardashian or britney spears or beyonce or whoever releases their next perfume it just goes out, gets circulated around the world, and in many, many countries, no one tests to see what that is and if it's safe for us and what's in there. Now, if you have a favorite perfume at home, my challenge to you is try and find out what the ingredients is. It won't be on the bottle. It won't be on the box that it came in. It won't be on their website. It'll be really hard to find because fragrances, there is very little governing on declaring what's actually in them. And yes, although sometimes I have beautiful essential oils or plant extracts, they will have man-made ingredients, alcohols, and a whole range of different things, such as horse urine and whale vomit. So these can have 
detrimental effects alcohol can stain our skin. And there has been some really interesting books that have looked at how perfumes can upset our hormones. Now, hormones aren't just to do with your menstrual cycle and getting pregnant and all that. They they are one of the major control um, systems of our entire body. So you start messing up your hormones, it can mess up a whole bunch of things. So what doTERRA has is they have some beautiful fragrances where you can actually wear these and these oils actually support natural hormonal cycles and you smell great as well. So Whisper is a combination of oils such as rose and jasmine and cacao and sandalwood and frankincense and myrrh. So, so luxurious. And it almost smells, probably I'd describe it like musk sticks. But what I've noticed when each woman puts it on and wears it, everyone smells different. It dances with your personal chemistry and is really, really quite unique. So you get your kind of own signature fragrance. So really great oil to work with. Now that's great on a physical level. And so maybe, you know, Cancerians, a 101 thing is look at what you're putting on your body. There's a great book called Slow Death by Rubber Duck, and it's written by two Canadian scientists. And they found that the average woman before her morning coffee has already put 127 different toxic chemicals on her body or around her. And that's impacted, and that will obviously have a negative impact on your health. Let's look at how you can detox in that way. And one of the best things would be natural fragrances um, rather than artificial ones such as perfumes. So Whisper could be something for you to try, Cancer, if you haven't. But I'd also be looking at, you have a lot of feminine oils in here. And this is very much about how can I soften? Where do I need to be a bit softer? Maybe on yourself, maybe on other people, maybe, you know, give yourself a break when it comes to your health and well-being. Whether that being not working so hard or not putting having such a high standard, or maybe it is for you, maybe there's something that needs to be cut as well, type of thing. Um, you know, instead of trying to control everything, how can you be more compassionate? How can you soften into this? How can you enjoy it more? You know, when you hear we're oh this week we're talking about oh being healthier. Ooh, this sounds like I've got to, you know, I'm being told off. But health doesn't have to be like something we do because we're naughty or we should or we feel obliged to it should be something that when you do it you're actually like oh actually i do feel better for doing this and so how can you cancer how can you soften into this how can you luxuriate into this you know with oils like choc uh chocolate or cacao and um vanilla in whisper they really want you to enjoy the sumptuousness and the luxury of life they really encourage us to do that to enjoy the life experience with the flowers in there, like rose and jasmine. How can I open up to greater pleasure and greater love? Sandalwood is very much an aphrodisiac oil, but also a connection oil. How can I connect? How can I connect with what feels good and what really makes me feel nourished? Of course, Cancerians are ruled by the moon and so can be rather impacted by the cycles of the moon. And this is going to be a really good time for you to really tune in, drop in, be still, and ask those kind of questions as well. If you don't have the Whisper Blend, I'd really look at getting that. If you're already a doTERRA member, you know you can just order that through your member site. If you're not a member, drop me a line and I can help you out and we can get you um, get you the best price. And I always throw in a few other little goodies and um, some other oils to try and different things like that as well. So if that's of interest, of course, my details are down below. So for you, soften, go easy, nurture your divine feminine, regardless of whether you are mask, uh, may identify as male or female. Um, and Whisper is going to be a really good one to support you. So really nice just to mix with some fractionated coconut oil. Um, 
and anoint that all over your body, but also really quite nice to diffuse as well. So give that a try, Cancer. Moving on to Leo. Now, there seem to be a lot of essential oil cards coming up early on, but that's okay. We've got plenty of other ones to go as we go through. Leo, you also got an essential oil card, and your card was Cedarwood. Now, this is interesting because Cedarwood is say, um, actually dedicated to the sun and Leo, astrologically. So it's a really good connection, and it's probably about standing in your power. Now, what I love about Cedarwood is it's very much, it's a massive tree, but it also sta- stretches out its branches and embraces other people as well. So Leo, probably for your physical well-being, it would be good to get out and interact with other people. Make sure that you're not um, spending too much time by yourself, that you're, you know, getting going to group fitness classes or hanging out with friends, exercising with friends, and not getting stuck in front of a computer or that type of thing as well. Now, of course, that may be challenging for some of you in different parts of the world with isolation and um, people hibernating with the pandemic. So how can you be adaptive? Well, maybe do, there's a lot of, I see there's a lot of online classes that you can do like dance classes or exercise classes, or at least you're interacting with people. So don't um, really embrace community at this point in time. And don't feel that when you are out in the community, that you lose your sense of self or lose your sense of what's um, of health as well. There's always someone who wants you to have another drink or have another bit of cake or something like that, but know what's important to you and stand by that. So Cedarwood really helps us to ground us and really helps us to stay true to who we are. So not just with health, but with anything. So this is a really great oil I recommend for people who feel in a crowd that sometimes they get forgotten or overwhelmed and they don't really speak up too much and that kind of thing. Think of that tree, that massive tree with its roots going into the ground, keeping you grounded, but then its branches stretch out and embrace other people. In fact, cedarwood trees have a long history of because they grow so tall, of their wood would be used to build churches, community halls, big gathering places as well. So community is definitely a key word with sandalwood. And so when it comes up, it's about grounding ourselves in our community and finding nourishment in our community as well. So for you, Leo, that's something I'd really be focusing on at the moment is, you know, how can you uplevel your health and how can you do that with other people? Cedarwood also is a great oil for our skin. So maybe having a look at your skin, a drop of cedarwood, make sure it's a great therapeutic, a pure grade one, not just a kind of a cheap one, but a drop of that with your nighttime moisturizer can be really nice on your skin. Diffusing it and rubbing it on the soles of your feet can also help you get a really deep, nice sleep as well. So Leos, make sure that you are getting a good night's sleep. You know, if you've got Leo children, they can sometimes be the hardest to get to bed because they don't want to miss out on anything. So Leos, I want to introduce you to something this lunar cycle while working with the cedarwood. We often hear about FOMO, the fear of missing out. I want you to play around with the idea of JOMO, the joy of missing out. You know, often we go, oh, I'm not going out with my friends. What am I going to miss out on? Blah, 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 blah. But think about the joy of and the nourishment of, oh, wow, I actually feel a bit more rested and a bit more together today because I didn't go out, because I didn't spend that money that I didn't actually have or whatever that may be in that type of way. So Cedarwood's going to really help you with the JOMO rather than the FOMO. And it will be a nice one for helping you stand in your center, be clear with what you can do for yourself physically, but also stand clear on what you can do overall in your life and what's going to serve you rather than bending too much. Okay, Virgos, you're up. And we're going to look at, guess what? We've got another essential oil card. It's grapefruit. Now, 
all of the citrus oils are very, very different in their meanings, in their energy, in their what the capabilities of what they can do in a spiritual sense. So grapefruit is really about honoring the body temple. So it's a great one to come up while we're talking about our physical well-being in this new moon cycle. For you, Virgos, what I would look at is how can you honor your body more? First of all, knowing that we are, you know, Geminis and Virgos are both ruled by Mercury, so we have a tendency to be in our heads a lot. And I want you to think, Virgo, what is the messaging or what are you saying to yourself about your body? Is there negative self-talk? You're like, oh, God, you're fat. Oh, oh that's hideous. Oh, I'm not the prettiest person. Oh, I hate my teeth. Oh, I hate this. Oh, uh, uh, and all that type of thing. I want to propose a bit of an idea to you, Virgo, and anyone else that feels called to work with uh, grapefruit as well. We often believe that we incarnated into this lifetime and that we chose to live this lifetime with our parents and maybe the country we were born and, you know, realigning with our soulmates and different things. So all that's kind of predestined and we can have come some kind of sense that that happened. So in part of that planning process, do you not think that maybe we'd plan our physical body as well and choose this physical body? And I, we would probably all think, oh, well, actually, I'd probably go back and want to be a supermodel or, you know, some, some really gorgeous sports star or something like that. And life would be a whole lot easier. But I am reminded of, I'm very blessed to have a, a, an absolute gorgeous friend. He now lives in London. But he, throughout his entire 20s, just wanted to meet someone lovely. But the only people that had the confidence to come and speak to him were people that kind of were, were, were also really gorgeous, but also really quite arrogant in their way. Because anyone who was, he just wanted a nice, sweet person, they would always look at him and go, he's too gorgeous. He'd never want to talk to someone like me. And so he never could meet anyone. He only met real losers. And it wasn't until, yeah, he'd been blessed to find someone great now who he's now in a relationship with. But being good looking has its detriments as well. People assume things. Sometimes people assume your intelligence may not be as high because of your attractiveness and that kind of thing as well. So, okay, if you're looking at yourself, Virgo or whoever this may be, and you're going, well, hey, I'm not a 10 out of 10 in looks, but where else are you amazing? And honoring our body and respecting the body for what it is. You know, like, I'm sure you've seen people of all different shapes and sizes, and when they've got a dynamic personality, it doesn't matter. Like, I've seen some people that are overweight and just glowing and brewing, and they're so happy, and it it, it doesn't drag them down. Their energy is so great in that way. So, Virgo, work with grapefruit. Work out how can I honor and love the body temple? How can I think about what messages I'm saying to my body? How can I appreciate it more? And a really nice activity to do, probably more so in the evening, with your grapefruit and your fractionated coconut oil, is take a few drops of it, just five drops in about five to ten mils of fractionated coconut oil, and rub that all over your body. And this, on a physical level, can actually help with detoxification, and it can help with things like cellulite and fat and all that type of thing as well. I know friends that have found that really quite effective, but it also helps to bring this real nice kind of nourishing, honoring the body and respecting the body. And as you do that, you can even say affirmations of love for your body and gratitude for your body. Because regardless of what we think of our body right now, this is the vehicle, this is the car that's going to drive us through this life. And we can either look after it and make sure we service it, or we can beat it up and deprive it. And we just, in the last few, you know, years of our journey or decades of our journey, the smooth 
ride will just be a, a lot more bumpy. So grapefruit would be great. I love, you know, doTERRA's grapefruit essential oil. You can pop a drop in water to flavor your water. Love it for that reason or aromatically dressing in it. Why you probably don't want to do it during the day is it does make your skin more photosensitive, so, so more prone to burning. So unless you're staying inside all day, then it would be fine. But at night would be absolutely great as well. So for you, Virgo, grapefruit essential oil would be really good. That's six of our star signs done. So we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and we're going to dive into the next six. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barrale. We're doing new moon readings, getting ready for the new moon in Virgo, happening on the 19th of August, 2020. Welcome back to The Blessed Journey. This is Adam Barrale. We're doing new moon readings for each of the star signs, but I'm hoping to share a little bit of information about each of the cards that come up for you and the gifts of nature so that everyone can learn while you're patiently sitting and waiting like the poor Pisces at the end of the list waiting to hear what is in store for you. We're up to the sign of Libra and Libra you have got the crystal card from my crystal keepers deck Labradorite. Now Labradorite is this amazing crystal that it looks quite dark kind of dark and gloomy and gray, like an, uh, an evening winter sky or something like that. But when you move it on certain angles, you get these brilliant flashes, mainly of deep blue, but you can get oranges and pinks and yellows and greens. Absolutely amazing. There's a beautiful Inuit story that it was great, uh, a warrior up in Labrador where it was found and hence why it's called Labradorite up in Canada. And he took his spear one day and rammed his spear so hard into a piece of the stone it released some of the light and it created the aurora borealis or the northern light. And so you often see those kind of colors dancing through the stone and up in the star and in the sky at night on certain times of the year. Now, just a little side note, I talk a lot on my YouTube channel and in my courses and in my book about cleansing different crystals in different ways and using different elements of nature. So, you know, crystals that are very soft and gentle and spiritual, white and violet ones we put under the full moon, whereas orange and yellow you might want to cleanse under the sun. Labradorite, if you have the experience to be near the Aurora Borealis or the Aurora Australis down south, putting it outside while that is dancing in the sky above can be really amazing for your Labradorite. So Labradorite has a couple of things that it can help us with. First of all, it's very protective. It protects us when we start doing something new and it protects us from doubters and naysayers. So it's very much associated with the full card in the tarot. And the full card is someone who follows their heart and does what's right for them. Now, Librans, you are very beautiful at making sure everyone else is happy to the detriment of your own self. And so the fact that Labradorite has come up for you, I want you to look at, are you trying to please people that don't even matter? Is that being detrimental to you? those that would drag you down and don't care and cannot be pleased. You probably noticed we've all met people that no matter what you do, even if you try and please their every whim, they're never blooming happy. Those people can have a really toxic and draining effect on us. And so Labradorite is a really good one to work with to help to shine that away. It works like a mirror and detracts that energy away and helps us just follow what we need to do. When it comes to your physical well-being, and looking at that with that new moon in Virgo, I'd be really looking at taking some quiet time, getting some new insights, looking at new ways of doing things. Labradorite, like that darkness, and then there's that flash of inspiration. Like when we still our mind, what happens is we get these new messages. 
I think this full moon in Pisces is going to be really good for you Librans because as you start working with Labradorite, it will allow you to, as you can quieten down a little bit, new ideas, new flashes of inspiration, new guidance for your physical well-being, but also for your life in general and knowing exactly what you're needing to do. Remember, when it comes to balance, Librans, it's not about finding everything teeter-tottering on a seesaw and not moving. It's about getting a nice ebb and flow. It is impossible to do the exactly the same thing every week. Some weeks we need to work more. Sometimes we're allowed to and can work less and play more, rest more and that type of thing. But do have that nice even flow. And Labradorite can help to bring you some insights on how to do that and also block out things that are stopping you from having that even ebb and flow. So Librans, I'd really encourage you this week, especially around the new moon time, to contemplate how can I bring a more even ebb and flow and not take on the negativity of other people that are they may not deliberately be trying to do it. It's just who they are. They're just trying to pull you into their lane instead of you worrying about your own lane. And they're dragging you down. So be aware of those, you know, especially if you're a bit empathetic, of those energy vampires. They're just always draining you, always drag you down. I'd really be using Labradorite to help protect you against that. You may need to bring in some fennel essential oil, which helps you make some stern, hard choices. And Librans, you're not going to be able to please everyone. I'm sorry. You can try your best. But even if you can't please everyone, you're still worthy of love. And the first person who deserves your love is yourself. And so Labradorite will really help you to focus on that right now. Scorpio, your card. You've got a crystal card as well. You have got Lapis Lazuli. Now, Lapis Lazuli actually isn't a crystal. It's a stone. So because it's a, something made up of more than one crystal. So it's made up of three different crystals. The first one is lazurite which is where you get that deep blue color and then you'll notice it will be white kind of lines or segments in lapis lazuli that is white calcite and the gold specks they're pyrite so this stone was often called the stone of kings leaders and gods so very nice one to get scorpio and the great thing about this is what happens is the lazurite helps to bring down guidance from the divine the pyrite helps us to understand and categorize that and work out how to apply that into our physical reality, whereas the white calcite will clear out all the distractions so you have that clear foresight. So it's why it is a stone for leaders and those in positions of power? Because you need to have that insight, but you also need to know what to do with it. And lapis lazuli helps you to do that. Now, one interesting thing I find about lapis lazuli compared to other crystals is often when you hold other crystals, you, you may feel something straight away and they'll help to kind of like even up and they'll meet you halfway in coming to your vibration. Whereas lapis lazuli is very different. It will hold its vibration and hold its place. It's almost like this regal and stern queen. And you'll see this illustrated on my Crystal Keeper's Oracle card for the lapis lazuli. She's almost like Cersei from Game of Thrones. And she'll refuse to lower herself to your vibration. She'll wait till you come to a vibrational match and then she'll work with you. She'll, so she'll work with people that are on par with her and she'll not work with anyone below her, basically. So what I've found really interestingly is people say that of all the crystals that they have, you know, um, you know, people always say, oh, why do crystals go missing? And I've found that I always love to ask, oh, what crystal was it? And half the time, it's lapis lazuli, about half. And half the other time, it's every other bloomin' crystal. So I find lapis will just do runners because you're like, no, they're not ready. I'm going. And they'll come back later and that type of thing as well. So looping back around to our theme of, of, of physical well-being and Scorpios, 
The question I like to ask people whenever Lapis Lazuli comes up is who's sitting on your throne? Are you sitting on your throne? Are you in control? Or is someone or something else? How can you take back control? And a lot of the time, control can come through wisdom, guidance, informed um, information or um, advice and that type of thing. So maybe having a look at, you know, doing a bit more study, having a bit more look, having a bit more power in that kind of way. And how can you bring the power back into your health? Scorpio, if you're having some health problems, definitely, you know, we want to always consult with health professionals. That's where their experience and that's where their area of expertise is. But we also want to not just take what they say as law. Take that, research it, come back to them and go, hey, but I've found this. What's the, you know, where are we at with that and that type of thing as well? Because at the end of the day, regardless of what advice we get, it's our body and our experience and we want to make sure we're happy with it. And so Lapis was always just going, hey, don't just hand over all your control blindly. I'm not saying, I'm definitely not encouraging people to rebel against health professionals because they are professionals for a reason. They've dedicated their lives to learning and helping people. So you definitely want to heed that advice, but you also want to check in with yourself. Also, are there aspects of your life where they are out of control? Again, is it something to do with pleasing people or a demanding partner or a demanding job or something and you are not sitting on your throne or a demanding parent? Lapis Lazuli will give you the insight on how to take back control. So with your health, how would you give yourself? Would you give yourself tens across the board? And when I've been talking about physical health, I'm talking about diet. I'm thinking about quality and quantity of water. I'm talking about sleep. I'm talking about sunshine. I'm talking about moonlight. I'm talking about physical exercise. Those key kind of things. Our fitness, our strength, all those types of things. Would you give yourself tens across the board? Where would you give yourself a lower score? And how could you up-level that by one or two points? in this next lunar cycle that's not just applicable for scorpios but for everyone but scorpios lapis lazuli would be a really good crystal for you to work with i'd also encourage a bit of work with sandalwood essential oil and even cat so cat is very much you know independent you know they say that dogs have owners and cats have slaves because cat takes back power cat is in total control of how it spends its day and whether it wants to be with you or not be with you and that type of thing as well Cat also has a sexual kind of context to it. So this could be a good time to take control or look at your sexual well-being as well. So that would be another little bit of tidbit that I'd advise you to check out as well, Scorpio. Sagittarius. For you, you've got one of the major arcana of the tarot deck. It is the death card. Now, this is one of the most feared but also misunderstood cards of the deck. And rarely when death comes up, does it mean imminent death for yourself or someone around you? If there is a lot of high swords, so like the eight of swords, nine of swords, ten of swords around, then maybe we need to start looking at a few different things. But as itself, and in this case, you're all good. You're all good. But Sagittarius, I'd probably suggest at the moment, the fact that this has come up, that for many of you, you've had a tough time recently. And this year, obviously, is a time full of challenges. And for the social party animals that Sagittarians can be, probably isolation and not being able to see people as freely and having to be mindful of the health and well-being of other people and making our own decisions based on that can be challenging. So death comes in to kind of go, okay, there's been a bit of a hard time, but what do you need to let go of? What needs to change? So whereas with some of the other star signs, we'd be like, what do you need to bring in or what do you need to focus on? For you, 
Something has to go, Sagittarius. Is it a bad habit? Is it an obstruction? Is it something you're holding on to? Um, I, you know, I, where are you feeling defeated? All these kinds of things I start playing with and toying around with in my mind. I'd be looking at um, even an attitude. A lot of the time, thoughts about our health and our body. You know, as when I was talking with Virgo, um, you know, these things can stop us from being healthier. What would? What can you let go of? Is it a habit? Is there, you know, do you always have a morning coffee or do you always have an afternoon coffee as well as your morning coffee? Could that be gone? Is it time to quit smoking? Is it time to give up, you know, drugs? What, what's your, what you probably know as I'm talking what needs to go and the death card has come up now and it's passed on to Sagittarius for me. The universe wants you to know it's time that something has to be killed off. Something has to be let go of. Something has to die. So this is where, you know, black crystals are absolutely amazing to work with here. Um, they are really good to, um, you know, think about whatever that thing is that you want to let go of and and bear, and kind of send that energy into that black crystal. So it's absorbing it like a sponge and then put that black crystal out on the earth at night and it will take that energy away and you can use that black crystal again. So whether you need that black crystal, light black tourmaline during the day to give you that strength to resist or to let go of something, then do that. Um, or if you need to do that practice in the evening, that can be helpful as well. Another really nice thing you can do with black obsidian. The great thing about black obsidian, not officially a crystal, but can hang out with the crystal crew because it's pretty cool and powerful, is if you have a rough piece of it, you can visualize whatever that thing is that you need to let go of. A person, a habit, a thought, and then take that black piece of obsidian and because it's sharp, the raw pieces are sharp, like a sword, see the energetic core between you and that thing being cut and letting go, releasing it. And that can be really quite powerful as well. Essential oil-wise around the death card, black pepper, absolutely amazing. It helps us find who we authentically are. You are not your habits. You are not your thoughts. You are not even your titles. All these different things can be stripped away and black pepper really helps us really good for getting rid of habits. It's great for helping smokers quit. Um, love it, love it, love it. So black pepper would be really good for you to work with at this point in time. Capricorn, the card that I pulled for you for this month is the bee. And bee, of course, is a really auspicious one, a beautiful animal to get. Now, if you are in the Southern Hemisphere, great. We're heading into spring. We had Imbolc a little while ago, and it's about this getting back into action, getting back out in the sun. So Capricorns, any opportunity you have to do that would be absolutely amazing for you in that type of way. Bees also remember when they are flying towards a plant, what are they looking for? They're looking for the flower. Why? Because that's the sweet spot. That's the best spot of it. So Capricorns, this is definitely a sign when it comes to our health and well-being, it's definitely going to be about looking for the sweetness, looking for the good bits. Don't, again, like I said before, when it comes to your physical well-being, don't look at this as like, oh, what do I have to give up? What's going to be miserable? Look for the joy of it. Look for the good in what is the benefit? How can you be more successful if you are feeling better in that type of way? What makes you feel good? If you're not into going and running around the streets of your neighborhood, would you prefer to do yoga? Would you prefer to run on a treadmill at home? Would you prefer to do something with a group? Find the, find the joy in it in that type of way. It also is, you know, Capricorns, I love Capricorns because they drive so hard to be successful in their career. Now, interestingly enough, one thing we forget about Capricorns is when you look at the symbol, everyone always focuses on the goat. 
but the goat has a fish's tail. And that represents this deep emotional aspect of Capricorns that a lot of people totally miss. And this is normally because they have low self-esteem, especially as children and as teenagers. Now, low self-esteem can be crippling, but can also service. And this serves Capricorns to drive them to be successful because maybe if I'm successful, I'm worthy of love. Now, that's that sounds rather miserable and depressing and that type of thing. But it's about understanding who we are in our makeup and how what drives us and how that serves us, but also making sure that, that doesn't hold us back as well. So Capricorns, in your drive to be successful, remember that you are worthy of love regardless of what success you have, which goals you make and which goals you don't achieve kind of thing. But also Capricorns can be a little bit critical of themselves and that flows through to being critical of other people. And B always teaches us to look for the best in everything, in ourselves and in other people. So be wary. Being bitchy or bitching or complaining about other people can have detrimental effects on our well-being. And so just be aware of that. Lighten up. B flies around. Looks for the sweetness. Looks for the joy. How can we be a little bit more jovial, a little bit more upbeat, a little bit more happier, do the things we enjoy, bring the best out in people instead of criticizing people, all that type of thing. That could be something really fun to play with, the fact that that's come up for you. Now, there's an amazing crystal called um, Bumblebee Stone, which is comes from Indonesia. It's a combination of different stones all growing together, and it has a striping of yellow and black and white, just like a bumblebee. Really, really cool. And this really brings out this joy in us all. Um, and I would really recommend that would be a great one for you to work with um, Capricorn. It's probably, you know, for typical Capricorns and that Capricorn energy of focus on, you know, what's important and that kind of thing. This stone may not draw to you, but it'd be really interesting to see how you go hanging out with it for a little while as well. Um, there's a essential oil, honey myrtle, gifted to us from um, Australian plant. And that's a really nice oil to work with when you're working with um, bee energy as well. Manuka essential oil can also be really good. And lemon myrtle essential oil can also be really good as well. They have to bring that light, light kind of joyous energy. So I'd really bring those oils in, um, pop them in your diffuser. Great way to start the day. Get you in that upbeat mood and that type of thing. So that would be my guidance for you, especially around this new moon period of Capricorns. Now, only one angel card came up this month for these readings, and that is for Aquarius. And the angel card that came up for you is Azrael. Now, Azrael, the name Azrael means uh, whom helps God or who God helps. And this angel is probably best known for appearing at the end of your life. He's a guardian who kind of guides you from this realm to the next. However, this is not the only role that Azrael performs. Um, throughout life, we experience many deaths, the end of a death of a relationship, the death of a project, a term of study, and so on. And Azrael appears to ease us in that letting go period, Aquarius. So often seen with a tear upon his cheek, he helps facilitate that healthy grieving period, followed by the release of emotional attachments, so you can journey onwards in life. In this way, consider Azrael as an angel of transformation, of ascension, and emotional liberation, rather than just death, you know, assisting us to let go and find new ways forward. So this can be really great. And his influence is often very steady and unhurried. So he brings that certainty in life. So as we know, Aquarians, um, forgive if you can hear the sounds. We've got, it's starting to rain. So you might hear a bit of pitter-pattering on the roof right now. Um, the only constant thing in life, Aquarians, of course, is change. Nothing can last forever. So what are you hanging on to that needs to be released? Is there a, 
you know, if there was a recent death around you, um, then Azrael is a great angel to call on to help with that solace. Otherwise, um, you know, is there something that's holding you back from a really bright and exciting future? Just like the rain that's that the poor outside carries away debris each winter to bring new life in the spring, tears are the raindrops of the soul, washing away that hurt and that suffering and providing a space of new beginnings. You know, so give yourself a bit of space to grieve if you need to. It's okay to cry if that's what you need to do, whether that be over the loss of someone or whether that just be the letting go of something that you once loved and has gone. Um, however, you obviously can't linger there forever. And so as the new moon kind of starts to move towards the full moon in Pisces and we embrace our magical future, prepare to step back into the light. Embrace these changes and allow yourself to grow. And, you know, he works really well with crystals such as Apache Tia and um, Quantum Quattro, and these really help us to let go. Apache Tia is my favorite black crystal. It's small bits of obsidian for absorbing our grief and taking away. And Quantum Quattro, which is an amazing crystal. I think I mentioned it a few times in the last couple of months. It's a stone found in Namibia where chrysocolla, shadokite, um, malachite, and dioptase grow on smoky quartz. So you get these beautiful colored stones and they really help with emotional liberation. You can hold one of those crystals and just say, Azrael, please you know, talk to angels like they're your friends, like they're just next to you. And so just support me in this change and help, you know, help me see the light at the end of this tunnel, whatever this may be. So... His strong, quiet, very respectful energy is often very, you know, it's very stoic. You'll feel that presence around. Um, so if you feel that kind of quiet strength within you, that, that's Azrael helping you to kind of let go and, you know, grieve and move on. So for you, Aquarians, what do you need to let go of? What would really help you in that way? A blend I like to make for Azrael is a combination of cilantro, cypress, myrrh, and wintergreen. You can decide how many drops of each to put in a diffuser or that kind of thing, but that can really help with that release. Those oils are all. Cilantro is amazing for helping us let go of past poisons. Cypress helps us go with the flow. Myrrh is an oil of death and, um, you know, facilitating the easy transitions of death. And wintergreen is very good for releasing control as well. So really good for air signs like Aquarians that like to have things a certain way. So it's time for something to let go. And Azrael's here to help you, Aquarius. An ever-patient Pisces. Full moon in Pisces. So you've got a special full moon coming up in a couple of weeks' time. I pulled a card for you, and we're bouncing back to the essential oils. The oil card that came up for you was Roman chamomile. Now, as soon as Roman chamomile comes up, the word that goes straight into my head is gentleness. So when we're looking at our physical well-being, Pisces, I want you to look at how you can be more gentle with yourself. So win that, in that, 2020 has been a challenging year for many. Maybe, you know, you had goals or maybe you had intentions that obviously aren't coming into fruition because of limitations. Just be gentle on oneself. For you, it may not be about doing more. It may be doing about less. But doing less, it actually really fulfills you and actually works really well. So Roman chamomile would be a great oil for you to have around at this time to allow you to find gentleness with yourself, not only in the body and how you move the body, and so maybe some slower movements would be really good for exercising and that type of thing, but also gentleness in the mind, giving yourself a, a, a bit of slack. Roman chamomile, especially if I happen to be speaking right now to a single mother, really reminds you that you are doing an amazing job. You're doing one of the hardest jobs on earth, 
and room and camomile really supports single mothers mainly. But if you're a single father, definitely as well kind of thing. But it, it does have a, a bit of a feminine support influence to it as well. I'd also increase or encourage you, Pisces, to look at how you can be more gentle on the earth. So this is really about cleaning up your act. So how can we clean, you know, drink better water? How can you eat more organic food? How can you detoxify your cleaning? So essential oils, you know, if you if you haven't dived into essential oils, um, essential oils are amazing to use as cleaning agents. You need your essential oils, your bicarbonate, and your vinegar, and you can do pretty much everything. And doTERRA as well. They don't just make essential oils. They make cleaning products, which are all natural and really good for the environment as well. So how can you be more gentle on the environment and on yourself and also on other people in your pursuit for better well-being overall in that type of way as well? And Roman camomile would be great. I love it at night. I love a drop in my hand. You know, we we're talking about cedarwood before. You can have a flower and a wood. This is a really good little tip here. We have two main sections of skin. We've got our epidermis on the top and the dermis on the bottom. Flowers and palmarosa oil are really good for the top layer or the epidermis layers. And then your woods and your resin. So that's your frankincense, your myrrh, your copaiba, your um, sandalwood, your cedarwood. Uh, these can be really good. Hinoki can be really good for the deep layer. So I like to put one drop of a flower and one drop of wood or resin in my hand, dob of my night moisturizer and rub that in at night. So that would be a really nice one for you to do Pisces, but incorporate your Roman chamomile into that. Also beautiful in a um, in your nighttime diffuser on the soles of your feet, aromatically dressing in it, and even chamomile tea would be absolutely amazing for you. So there we go. A new moon coming on Wednesday. And regardless of how that resonated with you, contemplate that over the next few days. But on the Wednesday night, I'd really encourage you to take some time just to pause, whether it can be 15 minutes or an hour or whatever it may be, and toy around with what I suggested, or just ask yourself the general question, how can I up-level my health so that I can grow spiritually as well. That's the kind of challenge. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's um, you know, guidance. I hope that's been really helpful for each of the star signs and also giving you a few little learning tips about oils and angels and animals and all that kind of thing. We only had one. Oh, no, we had two animals this week. Um, but yeah, I might make a bit of a tradition of the new moon thing. We'll see what comes up and what other things are happening in the skies and around us in the community. Next week, as promised, we're going to dive into two different chakras. We're going to dive into the sacral chakra and we're going to dive into the third eye chakra and we're going to look at different things we can do to bring them into balance, what they represent and so on. And after that, what are we doing in weeks after that? I haven't decided yet. But if you do have requests, please always send them in. Uh, contact me via email or via direct message on Instagram or Facebook message on Facebook. All my contact details are down below. You've been listening to The Blessed Journey. Don't forget to check out my Nature's Healers online course. That link is below as well. I look forward to joining you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on The Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.